0: Okay, hello. Welcome to episode two thirteen of Sack King's Therapy. Uh, in this episode, we're, we're gonna be talking about the latest in King's news, which isn't much. Uh, and then we'll discuss a little bit about the Robert Sarver uh, suspended for a year and fined ten million dollars that was announced today. And uh, Adam Silver had a press conference that uh didn't go all that didn't go great on Twitter anyway. Um, we'll see. If, we'll see if there's any real repercussions of this. Uh, But before and then we'll have a WWE quiz because, you know, we got to fill time somehow. Like, I'll be honest. So uh, Fong will be administering that quiz. And I just mentioned his name. Uh, He is here with me. Fong. Hello. Okay. All right. So let's get let's start with the Kings. So Kings signed DJ Stewart uh, over the weekend. They have waived him. Uh, If you guys are wondering why that happened, uh, at least the way James Hamm explains it, Uh, is basically to give him a little extra money. I don't remember the exact amount, but it's somewhere in like the five-figure amount, which is not really material in terms of NBA salaries. But, you know, to a guy in the G League, like those guys don't earn much uh, at all. So like a little bit of a bonus pay like this, kind of just to give DJ Stewart a little bit of money, like, you know, just to give him another reason to kind of stick around. And that's kind of what this was.
1: Hmm, i see because when i uh, heard him get signed and then when i found out he got waived so soon i was like no oh, what's going on
0: <laughs> yeah um a lot of like you know earlier in the earlier in the summer uh like what was his name matt coleman it was his name uh, he signed a believe i want to say in turkey i don't remember but he signed overseas because he was going to get more money overseas like You know, he was a guy that had been in Stockton for a bit and kind of just, I guess, finally came to the realization he's probably not going to make the main roster. So, you know, try and get another opportunity um, somewhere else, try and get back in the league that way. And yeah, so this was kind of just, you know, to get DJ Stewart a little bit extra money to get him another reason to stick around. And I did not know this before, but he's only 20 years old. Oh, really?
1: Wow, that's that's pretty young. I thought he would have been older.
0: No, he is very young. He was drafted in twenty, or he was undrafted in twenty twenty one. So, yeah, a young guy that you know you can you just have in your system and see if he develops into something that you know at some point. Like if the Kings are short on guys, they can bring him up, Stockton, and like maybe he can fill a role.
1: Mm, I see. So he's going to be still sticking with Stockton Kings, I'm assuming.
0: I believe so. I don't think there's an announcement, but that's like th- this was what this move was. Like you just sign them and then you waive them and then you send them down to the G League again.
1: Mm, uh, I see. Uh, well, hopefully someday we'll see him up in the main roster somewhere, even whether or not it's the Kings or not.
0: Okay. Uh, The next uh, piece of news uh, happened today. Kings officially signed KZ Akpala. Um, like, basically, it was announced over the summer, but he never signed a contract. Uh, the other guy that has not signed a contract that has been announced or, like, you know, announced on Twitter was Quinn Cook. He is not actually signed to the roster. That's why if you go on SPO track you cannot find that contract. Uh, so, yeah, so KZ Akpala officially signed a contract. He is not, or the... Co- the oh sorry that has a spam risk. I should have turned on my phone, but uh basically there are no details uh about this uh about this deal. And yeah, like there are there are other guys that have contracts, like if you look it up, like Shimo Moneki has a contract, uh Matthew Delodova has a contract, but guys like Casey Alpala and Quinn Cook don't appear on like you know, contract, uh, basically don't appear on the roster anywhere else. So officially he is now signed. Now, again, no details about the about the about the deal or about what deal the uh king signed him to. So right now I'm assuming it's probably a training camp deal where he gets a bonus if he makes it a training camp or makes it through training camp, I mean.
1: Oh, that's interesting. So it's not really a minimum, or is it similar to a minimum contract?
0: Um th- again, I don't know the contract. So sorry, hmm. but um I, I did read somewhere that he that he was signed to a two-year contract. Now of course that could like be like a two-year contract quote unquote, but like let's just say the first year's and the second year's aren't guaranteed. So it's not really a contract, it's just, you know, they signed you. So there's like a there's like a lot of caveats you can put on it, but as it stands right now, he has officially signed and will be a training camp.
1: Oh, okay, congrats to him. I guess we'll see where Quinn Cook uh, will be placed whether or not. Again, if he's going to stay or not. I mean, we still have what? I want to say two months, less than two months till the season starts, right?
0: Yeah, training camp starting in a few weeks, too. So it, it's coming. And like, it looks like everyone has has basically is in Sacramento. Like, I know Sabonis like just finished Lithuania. So I don't know if, he, if he's there yet. But like Barnes, uh, Fox, Herder, Davion, they're all in Sacramento. Like Terrence Davis, Marshawn Holmes they're here they've been playing so like you know like they're they're getting they're getting going for training camp in the regular season
1: Mm, yeah no doubt that half of them are probably already training already
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah the season is about to start but and hopefully we'll come more news to talk about as opposed to just talking about the these kinds of things where like something happened but nothing really happened Uh, Mm -hmm. okay uh so this was the big news of today so The investigation about Robert Sarver that started at the beginning of last season, uh, finally concluded, and Robert Sarver has been suspended one year and fined $10 million for his unprofessional conduct. Uh, That basically the uh, investigation uh, that the NBA hired a firm to, to conduct has finally come to its conclusion. Now, I decided to just kind of go through, just read the original uh, report by Baxter Holmes at ESPN about some of the conduct that that he had of like what we call inappropriate conduct that co- created a hostile work environment. Uh, so, for example, one of them pantsing someone in front in a uh, in a in a company event, passing around a picture of his wife in a bikini to people in a meeting. People were very confused on what to do. That was I thought that was really funny, uh, not gonna <laughs> lie. But uh, but and then also apparently getting into it with uh Earl Watson. Now Earl Watson, I believe, was their co- was their coach for I believe one or two seasons. He was the, he was definitely the coach in the 2015, 2016 season, where basically they they had a giant argument. And apparently after a game where they where the Suns played um, the Warriors, uh, Robert Sarver went back into the locker room and were, and was basically ask asking anybody how come Draymond gets to say the N word all the t- all the time? And then Robert Sarver proceeds to say the N word a bunch of times to the point where like Earl Watson at the time, you can't say that. And Robert Sarver was asking why why can't I? <laughs> So, the, so that's the kind of guy that Robert Sarver is. And then there's also like a myriad of other really weird stuff. Apparently while doing a physical on him, on Roberts Robert Sarver, the owner, he 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 pulled down his underwear in, with the trainer, in, like with a, with a trainer who was a man. I guess that makes it a little better. <laughs> I, I don't know, but he pulled down, he was doing a physical, he was in his underwear. And while the trainer was on his knees, he pulled down his underwear to show his penis to the trainer the trainer kindly told him to put it back on and he put it back on there's stuff like that so after hearing just these are just some of the things from the article so i just want to quickly ask you doesn't doesn't he sound like a swell guy this is the owner this is the owner this is uh man
1: (laughs) I can't even imagine if he was, uh, like, the king's owner at all. He should be, like, more than just, f- <laughs> like, suspended, in my opinion.
0: Well, you can't suspend the boss and, like, well, you well, apparently well, you did get suspended. You can't fire the boss. He is the boss of the, of the entire organization. Apparently, this has been a thing that's been happening a lot uh, with him just doing unprofessional shit. Now, the, now, a lot of people, the reaction to this was that, why didn't he just get banned? And, you know, like reading through the article, and by the way, the article is really also just a funny read because every time, so there's always, the, there's like these incidents. This is how the uh, article is structured. There's the incident from the employee's perspective. There's multiple accounts, like corroborating the event of how it happened and then it goes to robert sarver's point of view but every time it goes to robert sarver's point of view it says through his legal representations through his lawyers <laughs> and it's it's just so funny reading that cuz like he, he probably doesn't want to like you know tell on himself too too hard but that's the kind of guy he is and the gist of it is is that he basically did a bunch of really inappropriate shit like kind of stuff like that that what i just mentioned but ultimately They're just like, as I said, he responds by either saying, I don't, I don't, I never said that, that never happened, that it was taken out of context. So what, what it really boils down to, there was no real evidence per se, like straight up smoking gun, like a recording of these kinds of events. There was no definite evidence saying that he is a terrible person and that he did these things and like doing these things like it's not illegal technically so like that's kind of why he wasn't just you know um why he wasn't just like forced to sell the team um the other reason that i also hear is that you know if he is going to get banned from the nba he is going to sue and then like basically the dominoes will fall you're going to find out a lot of other weird shit that other owners do not saying like they do what's robert do but like there's a lot of skeletons in the closet and they they don't want to open the, you know, the Pandora's box, that can of worms. And that's basically why ultimately he was only suspended for a year and fined $10 million. Jeez,
1: that's why. I, that's really too bad in some ways. But man, yeah, it, if it weren't that, if it weren't uh, to be that case, yeah, this guy should be barred for life and find even more but this is literally just you know chump change and the vacation for him
0: basically but you know ultimate like like what i what i take away from it is that he is an asshole and just a weird guy and i've listened to like uh um some Amin Hassan uh uh you know uh podcast and mm-hmm. i know i know sacramento fans don't like him for what he said about sacramento but he is a guy that has like that has like firsthand experience with him and he does recount like a story that basically, so Robert is a guy that wants to fit in, okay? He wants to fit in, but he also doesn't really know the line. And even if like people tell him, hey, you can't cross that line, he likes to fuck with that line because he's the big boss man. He's a billionaire. He does whatever the hell he wants. So, it's, so that's the kind of guy he is. And you can clearly tell with these things, like taking off your, showing your penis to the trainer unsolicited. Like that might be funny in some co- instances. Like if you're with close friends, honestly, if you did that to me, I wouldn't find that funny, but maybe some people find it funny. Um, but like, there's, there's these things that he you know, thinks is cool to do. And it just ends up not being really cool, uh, you know, against a coworker, but no one's da- no one's able to tell him don't do that shit. That's just how he's kind of grown up. And then he's also an asshole in that. So there, there's a story that Amin Hassan tells where they, they were he was playing basketball with some of the son's employees and Robert decides to join in. And Robert is not all that good at basketball. And he's also one of those guys you just don't guard. Okay. <laughs> you don't guard him. Mm-hmm. So Amin apparently, the, the employee basically says, All right, we're gonna run the Haslam play, which the Haslam play is the guy guarding Haslam. In this case, it's Robert Sarver. You don't guard him, you just double someone else. So he yells Haslam and then after the game Robert go- Robert goes up to the mean and tells him hey at least Haslam still has a job what just basically threatening to fire him for like trying that shit again and now ultimately he did not get fired but that, that that's the kind of environment that he entails again he doesn't know where the line is likes to fuck with that line and you know a lot of these things like comes come off as threats, but he can clearly, like again, w- through his legal representation, say that it's just a joke. He was just joking, you know. He's not going to fire you for making fun of his basketball skills, but uh, it didn't didn't sound like that through his tone of voice. But yeah, he was joking. Sure.
1: Yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm to be honest, I'm surprised that we haven't heard more. <laughs> About this guy or even the other owners throughout the league. I mean, I guess a lot of them would be more low-key, but this guy's just really out there.
0: And the fact that like a lot of people corroborate these stories, you you have a general idea of who to follow or who to believe. And of course, I'm never really gonna take the side of the rich guy. Like there are some instances where I can see where and from Robert's perspective where he thinks he's joking. But, like, at the same time, there's just so many people just coming out and saying, like, yeah, this dude is uh, really inappropriate. But ultimately, he ain't done nothing illegal. So you just can't do anything against him. I'm sorry. That's just sometimes how the world works. And him getting suspended for a year and fined $10 million, you know, again, as you said, just a vacation and chump change for him. He's a billionaire. He got money. He's not willing to spend it, but he's got money. But, like, he, this is just like, again, he, the, the reason why he's not like banned is because of the bigger picture. Other owners don't want their dirty laundry aired and just random stuff, co- like, you know, come out about them. And, you know, Robert probably has dirt on them too. So, like, that's kind of why he's, you know, why this, the punishment is a bit light. Um, and ultimately, this is just how life works sometimes. Like, you know, when you're in that position of power, like, it's really hard to be able to take you down. Unfortunately, that's just how life works.
1: Yeah, sad enough as
0: it is, man. And yeah. he's beyond cancel culture, if, if you're wondering. Like, er, most, you just mentioned, like, you don't hear much about him. No, NBA Twitter talks about him all the time as being one of the worst owners in the league. You know, a, a genuine yeah. asshole, a cheap bastard, by the way, for, for a guy who's a billionaire. Like, he's been canceled for the most part on NBA Twitter, but he's beyond that.
1: Yeah, when you have multi-billion-dollar assets in your favor, I mean, I mean, it's pretty much a power trip to him. He believes he could do anything.
0: Yeah, uh, and like again, he also might just have dirt on other owners. And like today, you know, Adam Silver had his press conference and basically said, basically kind of let it slip that you know he we have different, like basically someone. I think someone asked him. If, if a if an employee was accused of these things, wouldn't he be fired? He or she be fired right away. And Adam Silver said something along the lines of, well, owners, oh well, you owners have are kind of different. Hmm. So yeah, a bit of a blunder from uh, from from Adam Silver. But it, it, I mean, that's that is kind of the truth. And again, he probably knows Robert Sarner, I mean, no, has some like knows some dirt on some hmm. of these other owners and Of course, like the other owners don't want to don't want to boot him right away because, again, it opens another can of worms. And so he's he's going to be safe. He's going to keep owning the team. The Suns are going to probably be pretty good this year. And it will be all be forgotten because last year this report came out. The investigation came like the report of the investigation came out and the Suns were the number one team in the league. So no one cared anymore.
1: Oh, geez. (laughs) Man, it's like uh, how would I say it? I guess it's like police work, in a way, <laughs> in terms of uh, what's happening behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird situation. He's a he's not a great guy. Is he an is he a truly evil person? You know, the jury's a bit out on that. I, he, is he a very inappropriate asshole? Yes. There's a lot of him that reminds me of what I read about Vince McMahon as a guy that just stepped. You know, plays by his own rules and steps steps on the line all the time like it's, it's asked as dickhead billionaire behavior 101 right yeah he is definitely that but ultimately did he do anything illegal i mean the investigation says no so that's why he's still in power he's still the owner
1: hmm, I, I wonder what happens if he actually did get like fully banned and you know there's no, he doesn't have any for any owners would he have to sell the team to someone else
0: well the probably like that probably what happened with Donald Sterling he would just force um he was just force him to sell it and you know get two billion dollars hmm. you know, I shed tears for him for having to sell his precious team for two billion dollars but no that but basically Donald Sterling would, would be what would happen
1: hmm. I see and,
0: and the reason why they got Donald Sterling was was because of that recording. And like, you know, he there have been, and you know, the Donald Sterling stuff, that should have been happening for 20 years, like many years, like him saying incredibly racist shit like every like, it feels like every single story you hear about him, he just does something really weird, or is like clearly racist, and he survived for 20 years.
1: Yeah, or
0: twenty or thirty. I think he bought in the eighties, so like yeah, close to it, closer to thirty probably. It's, it,
1: it's yeah. However many years, too much to be honest.
0: Yeah, so you know we don't. I, I'm I'm assuming they don't have. We don't have concre- concrete evidence, so therefore he stays as owner. Well, that's wonderful. All right, uh, after that's rather weird note to start on, let's get to the quiz. Let, let's get a little happier. So uh this week um we decide to just kind of mix it up with the quiz. Uh instead of doing a basketball quiz about you know the kings, the, the warriors, the bulls, or you know, I don't know, the Celtics. Uh, we're gonna actually mix it up. We're gonna do a little wrestling quiz. Uh, we're gonna talk about WWE today and found had, um had the liberty of creating a quiz for me and i specifically decided not to study for this one just so if i do very bad i have that excuse i did not study at all for this one so um anything you want to let me know before i get before we start
1: yeah i'm i'm pretty sure you're going to get a pretty good score off of this not going to lie because when i went for the quiz i'm like yeah on most of the questions to be honest
0: okay well um let's see how i do because honestly i have no clue what to expect right now so all right hit me
1: all right question one and this i mean i'm not gonna make you choose a number so what or somewhat so question number one which superstars entrance music contains the lyrics they broke the mode when they made me.
0: Oh, fuck. I you want the that. choices? <laughs> okay, give me choices. Okay, that, that'll make it a lot easier because so, I don't know this one. Billy Gunn. No.
1: Mr. Perfect.
0: No, Mr. Perfect doesn't have lyrics.
1: Dolph Ziggler. Shawn Michaels.
0: I'm gonna say Dolph Ziggler. I don't think this wasn't Shawn Michaels. Uh
1: that is correct.
0: All right, cuz I don't cuz I I know the song. I know Sexy Boy. I don't I don't remember that lyric, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, that's one for one for me.
1: All right. This this one is not quite easy one. Which of the following championships has John Cena never held?
0: Okay, okay. You, yeah, you got to give me the choice yeah. All this
1: right. One. So it's the WWE Tag Team Championship. The WWE World Tag Team Championship. Oh,
0: that's fucking hard. Okay, keep going.
1: Intercontinental Championship. And the United States Championship.
0: So he's held the US. He's held the World Tag Team Championships. I don't know if he's held the WWE Tag Team Championships. and I don't think he's held the Intercontinental. I'm going to go Intercontinental because he's probably had a weird tag team thing when he was on SmackDown that I don't know about. Intercontinental.
1: Yeah, that's right. Man, that's already two for two. Yeah, I don't, I actually don't recall him ever winning so Intercontinental.
0: I, I know he won. Well, yeah. So I don't, because I don't remember when he won WWE Tag Team Championship. I know the World Tag Team Championship he had with Sean or Shawn Michaels, but I don't remember who, who did this, does it say who he won the WWE Championship with or Tag Team Championship with?
1: The World Tag Team?
0: No, the WWE Tag Team.
1: Oh, the WWE tag team, uh, that, I don't know, and it doesn't say, sorry, okay. I should have searched it out.
0: To I'll look honest. it up, I'll look it up later. All right,
1: well, question three, Edge and Christian's famous five second poses were according to Dumb, quote, for the benefit of those with what?
0: So do, do i do i get options for yeah what? yeah <laughs> Not, <I don't, laughs> sorry I I,
1: so it's either short attention spans flash photography cheap seats or video cameras
0: flash photography okay that's, i feel like i've heard that one
1: yeah it is
0: okay that makes it three for three i'm doing good uh, okay doing better than i thought
1: better than me for sure okay this is a pretty easy true or false question i feel at the age of 25 years, one month, 13 days old, Yokozuna became the youngest WWE World Heavyweight Championship. I
0: think he was 26, so false.
1: Yeah. You're I right. don't,
0: I think Brock was 25.
1: That is correct. Yeah, it is Brock Lesnar. Okay. <laughs> still the youngest.
0: Uh, uh, w- pro- WWE, probably. I, I know World is Randy Orton.
1: Uh, mm, yeah, World. But Heavyweight, Um, definitely still Brock, I believe interesting
0: okay let's see i i already know
1: okay let's see which of the former members of the shield is the only one to have held the intercontinental championship
0: seth rollins i think right oh fuck am i am i wrong i think it is uh, i feel like dean has held it i'm just gonna say seth for this one i feel like i feel like i've seen him with it
1: so final answer seth seth yeah so it was Dean Ambrose.
0: God damn it. That, wait, Seth has never held it?
1: I, I guess not. Oh. <laughs> Should I, we well, check it?
0: Why could it tell from me, like, your reaction that it probably wasn't Seth? But I thought he held it at one point.
1: Maybe. And then to be honest, I don't know how old these questions are. <laughs> so we we could check it out. if. Well,
0: uh, well, you know, Mox has been gone from the company for a while. So I, I don't think it's changed much. Hmm. Uh, or... I swear to God, he won it, but I guess
1: not. All right, let's see. Question number six: Which superstar was the first to hold the Divas Championship in two thousand
0: eight? Oh God. Okay. Yeah, you gotta you gotta give me choices for that one. That is so, a horrible era.
1: Yeah. So Michelle McCool, Mickey James, so. no, Molina, or Maurice.
0: I don't think it's Maurice this one's hard who who was the first two again
1: so it's michelle mccool and mickey james
0: i don't think it was mickey james i feel like it's michelle mccool but i can't say for sure and melina was the third one right
1: that's correct
0: i'm gonna say michelle mccool
1: that is correct.
0: <laughs> That's a tough one. I, I don't remember that one.
1: Not gonna lie, I actually did remember this one because I did watch during this era. So
0: <laughs> that era blends together very well for me. If you have more questions from that era, I'm probably not gonna be able to answer.
1: Yeah, I we'll see. <laughs> All right, question number seven. Which superstar did Shawn Michaels not partner with to capture the Dodo E? World Tag Team Championships. So there's Marty, Gennetti, Triple H, the Diesel, or John Cena.
0: No, so I i mentioned earlier he did win it with John Cena. I think he did win it with Diesel too. Gennetti and them were a tag team. Oh, did they win? I don't think DX ever won the tag title. So I'm going to say Triple H.
1: Ooh, it was Janetti.
0: Oh, it was Janetti? Oh, fuck. God damn it. I this thought was, they won at one point. I guess not.
1: What call it? This was a like a wow back when like, we're talking about like blonde-haired Shawn Michaels. Fairly young Shawn Michaels, by the way, too. I, I just
0: thought they would have won it because they were a tag team for a while, but I guess not. But oh. my, my knowledge really ends at around 97, 98. Like mm, I wrestling. don't like going back to that far where let's be honest, wrestling I guess it was mainstream, but it wasn't like that. I don't know, it doesn't interest me that anything past 97.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna give you the benefit of a doubt because yeah, I definitely wouldn't have known this either <laughs> anything before.
0: D- DX probably did win it like once in 09 or something, probably. I don't I don't mm. remember it, but they probably did.
1: Yeah, I remember they uh brought back DX, but championships, mm, maybe a short term for sure during that era, if I remember correctly. But at that time I, I didn't even know what DX was, to be honest, when they, they first like reintroduced them.
0: I'm not gonna lie, like at, at the time I loved DX. Like when I was a young boy, they were making dick jokes, they were doing funny stuff. I thought I thought they were great. Looking back, it, it's not great. It's a bit immature, you know. Potty humor. It's very like juvenile, um, juvenile like humor to say the least. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. It doesn't age very well. A lot of the yeah. Stuff we
1: do. I mean, we're kind of like the wait, like the SpongeBob meme. As kids, we were like SpongeBob, but now we're like Squidward. If if you kind of know what I mean.
0: Yeah, I I, I get the meme, Yeah.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> or get the meaning of that.
1: Let's see. Well, next question. Let's see. At WrestleMania 20, Goldberg defeated Brock
0: Lesnar,
1: with this superstar acting as special guest referee. Stone Cold,
0: you don't even gotta give me the option.
1: Yeah, I remember this one. All right, yeah, that's that's pretty easy. All right, next question number nine. Which superstar said the following? I am not the biggest. I am not the strongest. But I am damn sure the toughest.
0: Every one of them has set. That. Okay, you got to okay. give me the options.
1: Jamie Noble.
0: Probably right.
1: Rey Mysterio.
0: It'd probably have to be something about shortest. Um, go go ahead.
1: Daniel Bryan.
0: Uh huh.
1: Dolph Ziggler.
0: I feel like Daniel Bryan is too obvious for that one. Uh, I don't think Ray said it. I don't think it's Jamie Noble. You said toughest, right?
1: So I'll repeat I'll repeat the quote. I am not the biggest. I am not the strongest, but I am damn sure the toughest.
0: Oh fuck me. All right, shot in the dark on this one. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the one that does not seem like the answer. Is it Jamie Noble?
1: Oh, you should have stuck with your gut. Yeah, and we went for the obvious the answer is Daniel Bryan. It
0: was Daniel. That, that's so that's odd. That feels, that feels too obvious. Oh, God. Okay. When did he say this? Does, does it say?
1: Sadly, no. This, uh what you're talking about. It's
0: a generic ass line. I feel like every one of them you could tell me said it at one point. I believe you.
1: I, I'm not going to lie. You are probably right about a lot of that it's it's probably the, would have been the most repeated quote if if it was uh you know a saying from you know the era of uh the the that was
0: a terrible question I, okay so i i think i think i scored seven out of ten on that one on this mm-hmm. week but yeah as but there are going to be more questions hopefully uh hopefully on next episode as long as there's nothing crazy going on but uh that was actually very fun um you know, it didn't take too much time, uh, was kind of, did joggle, joggle my knowledge a little bit, but you know, nothing too crazy.
1: Oh, by the way, I, I still have one more question. Oh, he
0: one more question? Oh, sorry. Okay, question 10. <laughs> question okay, 10. I, I jumped the gun. Sorry. I jumped the gun. Go no, ahead.
1: That's fine. So it, it's a quick one. True or false? Chris Jericho holds the record for the longest Intercontinental title reign at 454 days.
0: 454 days no honky-tonk i think holds the longest right still i think to this day
1: yeah then you do have gotten the bonus (laughs) the bonus for answering that was honky-tonk man
0: i had to think about that one for some reason for some reason my mind jumped to the u.s title i think u.s is actually held by dean ambrose i don't know why my mind jumped to that but yeah, th- yeah, honky tonk. I think that like 90 something weeks, something along those lines. Jeez,
1: yeah, I, for me, I wouldn't have known that to be honest. But Chris Jericho would have been or is second behind honky tonk, I believe, right?
0: Some I have no clue, but do you know the story about why the honky tonk man ended up being the longest reigning uh, you or intercontinental title?
1: I actually do not know.
0: Well, one of the reasons, well, one of the reasons why he stayed for not, not the reason why he stayed as long as he did, but one of the reasons why he was able to keep on to that uh, title was he didn't have a contract with, uh, with WWE for during a lot, during a good portion of his reign. So there was a time he was supposed to drop it. At, I think WrestleMania four, and he was supposed to drop it. to the ultimate warrior, but he uh-huh. refused, but he refused to. And it was one of those rare situations where Vince couldn't do anything about it. He can't force him to drop that title. And ultimately, it caused a weird ripple effect in WrestleMania 4, where there was supposed to be a tournament for the WWE Championship, and um, the Million Dollar Man was supposed to actually win the WWE title. But because Honky Tonk, who was a heel at that point, and, you know, Million Dollar Man was a heel as well, because they did, because honky didn't want to drop the title vince wanted a baby face to win something on the show so instead he rebooked the entire tournament to have a uh, macho man win win the wwe title instead and and you know he and honky ton was able to keep his title for longer until he actually ended up dropping it to the warrior anyways i think so, it's SummerSlam, i believe
1: so gee did he even get paid until Diane at least
0: i believe so yes
1: oh okay <laughs> that's kind of like ew, okay. <laughs> it, it's a
0: weird it's a very weird situation um so yeah fun fun little fact in history
1: hmm, okay i, I mean <laughs> i guess uh, things would have been a lot different if it were the modern day wwe anyway
0: yeah there's no way they're letting a guy work without a contract and letting them go say go to AEW, <laughs> like show up there with the title like no way that's happening ever again
1: yeah <laughs> well that's pretty much all the questions you only really missed i believe one to be honest the whatchamacallit the whoever held the intercontinental title out of the shield i think yeah. that's the only one no, right? there was
0: like i thought there was three i don't remember now but uh, i think something along the line i think i missed three
1: hmm well there was a stakes on the line anyway so yeah good for you i i only got like literally like Probably three out of 10, if I remember correctly.
0: I I watch too much wrestling to not know this. So, yeah, it's just like basketball. Although I think my basketball knowledge is a lot more thorough. But, you know, we'll never know. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that was a good quiz. But uh, let's end on this one. Uh, So we didn't talk about this uh, about a week ago, which I think was literally an, an episode ago. Um, house of the dragon <laughs> episode four came out we did not talk about how uh, episode three because I honestly I just forgot but uh, episode episode three and four have been released and it's, it's getting it's getting better like I feel like it's getting better like every episode what do you think
1: yeah I would say so I mean this is coming from a guy who has not watched more than one episode of game of thrones so yeah, so far is very interesting and very like, what's the word like different from other mainstream uh, media like uh, shows? I guess you could say.
0: Look, here's here's I guess the best kind of endorsement that I can give to um, Game of Thrones. I I can't stand to watch most shows. I'm trying to get into euphoria right now. I can't. I just can't get into euphoria. I don't know I don't know what it is. I've tried a lot of shows it takes me multiple tries if I ever do end up watching it. Game of Thrones is really the only show that has ever been able to like, you know, get me into a show like that to be able to binge a show in that way. So and you know House of the Dragon has that same kind of appeal. Whatever the directors do, they know how to build up anticipation. And they always know how to end an episode, making you want to see the next episode. It's perfect how they perfected the formula.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, like I said, it's very out there too, in uh, compared to other episodes where uh, never seen the. I guess the creativity in uh, other shows that uh, House of Dragon or Game of Thrones has um, done. I guess.
0: So episode three was basically about like I'll be honest, don't remember that much about it. So, so of course the king marries the was it marries, uh, Rhaenyra's best friend Alicent. Um, Rhaenyra's is not very happy. A few years pass. There she already has birthed a pretty healthy looking baby boy, and. There's some political turmoil going on saying that, well, once the king dies, if Rhaenyra succeeds, succeeds him, there's going to be riots. And that, you know, he's going to want, they're going to want a king that's like five years old. But, you know, mm. beyond that. But the most interesting thing, I mean, do, do you want to talk more about episode three or do you want to jump to episode four? Because that's fresh in my mind.
1: Yeah, real quick. Um, I mean... Allison is already pregnant again, so there's already what two sons, or is there one? I I I keep on forgetting I, because I
0: believe by the end of episode four, there's two.
1: Because yeah, it's like there's
0: the
1: the, the time skips that they do. It kind of confuses me a little, but it's like yeah, <laughs> time passed quite, pretty quickly, especially for uh, I guess more sons to be popped out. Um, We kind of see more of uh, Rhaenyra's, like, I guess, how would you say, teenage mentality, I guess, you know, running away, not listening to the father and...
0: uh, Ah, yes, that happened. I forgot. Yeah,
1: (laughs) trying to do her own thing. Uh, She gets to see the white stag that, uh, you know, the king wanted to uh, capture but, you know, wasn't able to find uh and then at the very end i mean it, it was a pretty big scene where uh damon was fighting the i guess you could say crab people i, don't, I, I forgot their specific race Yeah, i, I don't mean.
0: remember yeah we just call them the crabs
1: so yeah the king decides to like you know send help to damon because he he feels he feels sympathy for his own brother but you no know, like damon he doesn't want help he does it all by himself it pretty much soul's half the crab people army and uh you know gets the help from uh the house of uh, the
0: sea I, I just call them the sea snake house the, yeah the awesome great white dreadlocks like the sun's having like those awesome white dreadlocks someone in the nba needs to do that this year mm.
1: oh i wouldn't be surprised if a fan ever done that but uh Let's see what else.
0: Uh, But by the way, um, the one thing that to just I have to talk about who like the Lannister, I think Jason Lannister is his name. Why would you give the king such a little ass spear to to you know kill the stag? Because during that scene, there was so much like just drama about like, is the king gonna die? Like, you know, when he was about Mm. to stab, stab the deer, the stag, whatever. Like the way they shot it, it looked like the horn, like he got hit caught on the horns, and I'm just yeah. thinking the whole time like, why is he using such a small spear? Like, but give, give like make it a little bigger, give, give him some reach, man. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't,
1: I don't know. They didn't have enough resources, but yeah, going back up at the king, like you know, dying. I mean, in the beginning of the season, he only had what one finger that. No, he had all his digits actually in the beginning of the season, and all of a sudden he just gets a little cut from the Iron Throne itself and he gets, you know, he has to amputate one of his fingers just using the, what, the maggot, um, using maggots, and then by the end of, I believe, episode three or four or something like that, he was his, you know, his pinky and ring finger, and I'm like, man medicine has gone a long way since during these times
0: i mean yeah group. i mean it was i didn't notice at the time like great catch by you but yeah he's he was losing fingers and you know it's a bit of foresh- it's clearly foreshadowing that his impending death and yes medicine is shit at this point like i'm guessing they don't even have like you know I, it's in the original uh game of thrones it's like will of the poppy it's like sleeping pills they don't, i don't think they even have that stuff yet so yeah they're resorting to maggots essentially eating the bacteria off of his hand so i guess it doesn't spread to the rest of his arm but yeah like basically he gets a little scratch and he is on the verge of death basically he is slowly dying because of it
1: yeah it's probably one of the worst ways to die too
0: yeah well okay let's get to them i guess the main event episode episode four So, you know, good episode for the most part, like the first half. And then it really dials it up. And I'm talking about when they go on the night ride, like go out into the night market, uh, you know, go out to the streets at night. And like, I'll be honest, during this whole time, I was just thinking Renera and Damon just have a just have perfectly, I hate to say it, a pure relationship like with his, with her uncle, like it's just you know, uncle and niece, like they're just cool with each other, they've just grown around each other, like they're just cool with each other, like they're there for each other. There's no sexual tension whatsoever, it's just that they're they're, they're family, that's what it is. Yeah, but this is Game of Thrones, I should have known better. So, for those of you that I mean, like, I mean, at this point, you already know it's spoilers, but basically, they go to the night market and they. They go to a show, and then for some reason, Damon brings her into a brothel, and basically, uh, Rhaenyra and uh, Damon start making out.
1: Yeah, and, you know, they're doing it out, I guess you could say, publicly, because, you know,
0: I couldn't tell. Like, it was so dark. That's one of the things I, I hate about, like, it's, some parts of Game of Thrones. It's so dark, you can't see anything.
1: Yeah, it is. But it's like, uh, Damon pretty much reveals that, you know, he was Damon to every commoner out there. And the princesses whip for him. So that's, I'm like, okay, what, what kind of power trip is this?
0: The, yeah, it was, again, that scene just caught me off guard. And I'm saying the whole time, just, ew, just, ew. Just like, I just thought this was the one of the relationships where it just wasn't going to be anything. And no, it's Game of Thrones. It, It just is what it is.
1: Yeah, it feels like it's just thrown out there. But, I mean, I know Damon's up to something at that point, really. Because I mean, he was all like goody two shoes with his own brother, uh, you know, in the beginning of the episode. But you know, after this, the, his his relationship with his brother is gone.
0: I I thought he had changed. I just thought he had changed. Like you know, I, I again, like if you did not watch the Game of Thrones, the original Game of Thrones. Sorry, but one of the one of the big changes was a guy named Jamie Lannister, um, in in the original Game of Thrones series, like. He was this, you know, like, ha- like very good looking, douchey, just evil, kind of out for himself, selfish prick. But throughout the series, he turns into a baby face, like just throughout the series. And I just thought this would have been what happened to Damon. But no, he's still this devious he's still this devious man that just, you know, is out for himself. And you know, even even to the king, like lies to the fact that he fucked Renera and he he didn't. But you know, Venera being the naughty little girl that naughty little horny girl that she is also lies about her being a maiden, which I'm assuming means virgin. She is no longer one. So she's lying.
1: Yeah, and it to be honest, I don't even know if they did, did the deed with the uncle, but she pretty much turns herself to uh Sir Kristen I believe his name was I, the, I the bodyguard so, yeah. the Mr.
0: bodyguard yeah Mr. sexy bodyguard that she she handpicked uh you know early in the season like yeah. I, I saw I mean I I honestly saw that coming but I didn't see like the scene that led up to it it was just it, it was it, it I just felt so awkward and, and I don't know just watching it it's like this whole like the the post credits with the where the directors talk about how they filmed this scene i just thought it was so funny basically like just talking about how horny of Renera was at this point
1: yeah and i'm gonna be honest i mean how old is she really in this Uh, like time of age because the time skits really kind of screw my uh Time wine up.
0: Look, look, if you're R, it, like as R. Kelly would say, th- th- they old enough. Yeah. They're about they're about that age. Yeah. <laughs> R. Kelly's sitting in jail. He's like, come on. Like, y- y'all look, y'all lock me up for this? Like the white man get the fuck whoever.
1: Funny enough, yeah. I think he got convicted today.
0: Oh, did he? Oh,
1: I, I didn't, think so. I didn't, hear,
0: I didn't hear about it, but like when he saw that nine-year-old, he's like, Come yeah. on, the, the black man can't can't get away with this
1: yeah I, yeah i believe he got uh <laughs> convicted quite uh quite a few uh felonies but uh yeah let's let's move on
0: <laughs> well yeah is, this is just i mean like again it, I, I hate to just keep like talking about this in this weird incest but but that was kind of the theme it was, it was supposed to be the big thing and yeah later on she has sex with miss uh, sir Kristen and then lies about the night She's turning into a naughty little girl, and the, the king is, you know, he's becoming, he he's just real, he's just kind of come to the realization, like, whoever they cast to play the king is just perfect for it, because he looks like a foolish, like, I don't want to say he looks like an idiot, but like, he looks like a guy that is not meant to be king. He's not this ruthless guy who is only out there for himself to preserve the, the legacy of the Lannister he has empathy, like he trusts his daughter, he loves his daughter, and will not just, you know, will not just basically just throw her away in a political marriage without reason. He is doing it for like kind of her, like the best, he's doing it for her good, but at the same time, he is taking into account her feelings. He's not just straight up saying, you will marry this man, and I will not hear any questions. He, like, he does say that, but at the same time, you can hear like he still cares. And unfortunately, that's why he's not fit to be king, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I, and like, yeah, again, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but like the, the guy they cast the play, this just looks like that kind of guy. It's perfect.
1: Yeah, he he is really a good, I guess, king for this uh show. But uh I forgot if it was during the beginning or the very end, uh, where they were talking about how um the snake um people were gonna wed off their daughter to another big house and that they were recommending the king that Rainera should wed the son of the snake house.
0: Yeah um, I mean again like while it is a political marriage it's one that you know at least the king kind of like it does for her good in a way but it's not like in a ruthless way if that makes any sense he still yeah. cares about her as a father he's not this emotionless husk. he's not tywin lannister if you will in the original series mm-hmm.
1: yeah and don't you worry damon did get a little beating and now he got he all he got was just get sent back to the little um to the veil yeah i'm like that's it <laughs> Uh, i expected more but you know he he is going to be a big character and he's definitely gonna get his revenge as uh he has been seeking with the snake people at the end of episode two so well we'll see where that goes but
0: uh and i'm guessing you did not see the preview for the next episode did you i i did oh you did well yeah i'm excited for the next episode oh yeah it looks like somebody's it looks like you know Oh, oh, yeah, we also forget to mention uh, Mr. Hightower, uh, Allison's father, he's starting to lose power. He, they they took away the hand of the king's, uh, the little pin that's on his coat. Yeah. And so, yeah, he's starting to lose power, and then he's, like, do you think he he's trying to, like, work, trying to, like, you know, secretly trying to, like, you know, secretly trying to manipulate the, the king into basically picking his son or his grandson to you know become the, the the to the to success to be the succeeding heir to the throne
1: now yeah i i definitely knew he was up to something especially when he was talking to uh his own daughter to comfort the king way before uh or well after you know his uh, the king's first wife um passed away due to uh
0: complications with yeah her
1: yeah sadly enough so it was a little like he, he was scheming something for sure and definitely the daughter was not up for it but you know she was she hating for her father i guess
0: god talk about talk about that scene with like you know the king and basically like just you know fucking her and it's oh my god like the way she act like the, the acting in that scene is amazing because she looked like a corpse like she looked, just oh my God, looked like an absolute husk. Like you can tell how how little she wants to do. Like basically, how she did never wanted to do this.
1: Yeah, and you know, I'm pretty sure pregnancies take a very big toll on your own body. And I mean, this is potentially going to be her like third or fourth. I really don't know how many she has gone through already
0: yeah it's a it's a different time i'm glad we don't at least at least like you know where we are like we don't really see that as much anymore where yeah women are just used to have children it's a it's a brutal it's a brutal reality of the world that they live in and yeah it's not pleasant
1: yeah and i kind of like the way where you know renera kind of breaks that barrier in some ways yeah sadly you know the men of this world or in the you know house of dragons world is still you know first say sadly
0: yeah so it's all about the men and you know renera she she has she definitely has the will to break that you can and that's probably where that well that's of course where it's gonna head to so yeah i'm excited for the next episode you know, so far you know great series like they really recapture the magic of the original mm. game of thrones
1: oh well sadly i didn't watch it but uh real quick what's your thoughts on right after this fourth episode?
0: Um, she's very intriguing to me right yeah. she's, just, she's she's turning into a very very naughty girl
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll see, we'll see hopefully no more Damon in her, which I'm assuming there's no? gonna
0: be her and Damon I guarantee you it's uh, you know just, uh, just I don't want to think about it, but yeah uh, there's gonna be more.
1: Yeah. Oh, and the very last scene. Um I guess you could say the priest or however you call him um bringing Rainera, uh, I guess the plan B, the plan T <laughs> to her. I I,
0: I cuz they don't know she's not a maiden anymore. So like what is that for? I don't know.
1: I mean, I'm assuming it's like a plan B. I, I don't know <laughs> to be honest. It's
0: we gonna find out, I guess. I, I actually didn't know what the, what that was for. Oh, so. really? I didn't, because like oh. again, they don't they don't know, right?
1: Oh no, they, they assume or they do know because.
0: uh oh, they they think Damon did it. Probably. Yeah,
1: but most likely it could be Sir Christ.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of like at the time, I don't think condoms existed, so. You know,
1: eh, no. Eh, who knows what other diseases exist in this era, and uh, no way to find out how to treat it.
0: Yeah, I- interesting show. Uh, one one thing I do really enjoy about House of Dragon over the original. It's actually more focused on one character. In the original Game of Thrones, there were like there were three main characters, I think, for the most part. There uh-huh. were more, I think, throughout this series, but it would be so sporadic how the story would progress. And granted, like in this way, like the time skips aren't great, but at least we know it's focused on the king, it's focused on Rhaenyra. And at some point, Damon. Like there is focus on like very specific characters, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah,
0: or like it, it's a it's like one family. It, it's not like a bunch of different families, and then a bunch like there's a lot of character, a lot more characters to keep track of in the original Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah, definitely, especially the first episode of Game of Thrones. I'm like, man, they are going everywhere. I'm like, I I, I can't keep it up. I'm like, who's this? Who's that? <laughs> and well, yeah, luckily for this um, series, it's very simple um, story. Um, I mean, there's some branching out of other people, but I mean, it, it ties into you know the same story, the same story at least where Game of Thrones is like there's this complication going on over here, there's another complication going on over there, and to be honest, I, I'm not sure how it ties in yet. If I ever you know start up Game of Thrones again, but I hope it does tie. In it, it does
0: tie. It does tie in. It's just you like if you're if you were focused on one. Uh, characters arc good luck because it's gonna you're gonna have to go through multiple episodes because they have every episode like it feels like they focus more on a different character and it just gets very it 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 takes a while for everything to develop I see okay well that was a lot longer of a discussion than I thought it was gonna be but yeah that shows you kind of how much (laughs) we were enjoying this uh we're enjoying this series and yeah I'm glad we're able to watch it together this is the first time I've been able to really watch it as it comes out as a series comes out especially with you especially with you and our our friend group
1: yeah I mean I wasn't able to watch Game of Thrones at the time I know you kind of binged it too right
0: uh yeah I mean over like over like a few months I mean one of our buddies like literally binged it within a within like two weeks I don't know how but yeah, that's,
1: <laughs> especially the final seasons, which I've already heard of. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the tough part, I feel. But, uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't know that many other series that are out that are as intriguing as House of Dragon. I guess, I mean, there's She-Hulk, but it's it's kind of getting there, getting to a point where it's kind of falling into a wet fart in a way. Mm. But so far, it, it it's good. We'll see how it ties in, which I'm hoping it does, but other than that, I don't know what other shows are out there. I, I need to start on a couple of animes, but eh, that that could wait.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening uh to our episode to this episode. We talked li- I think we literally talked more about House of the Dragon than our than uh, what's called Kings, Robert Sarver and uh and the yeah, WWE quiz. quiz combined which is pretty incredible so yeah again really enjoying the series hopefully you guys are enjoying it hopefully you guys will are, will also watch the show and you know hope we don't spoil it for you uh, maybe we'll put a timestamp in, in in this episode we i don't know but
1: yeah in the description say spoilers
0: <laughs> yeah so but yeah again thank yeah we have we've had a lot of fun um season is starting back up so we'll definitely be posting more episodes uh like, you know, focusing on the Kings. And once the season actually starts, you know, multiple episodes per per week, you know, a- after every game. And yeah, it, it's coming. But as it, as it is now, like, honestly, this is kind of our event, like game, um, House of the Dragon every single week. I, I watch it like either on the Monday, either like during Monday or like late at uh, Sunday night when it comes out. So yeah, like this is kind of our event right now.
1: Yeah, can't wait for the preseason to start. Um let's see, the first game I believe is portland right?
0: Uh yes. It so. is on the 17th of um, yeah. What was it? No, 19th, 19th, sorry. Of I mean October.
1: So a little over a month away, but when it happens, we'll see how much um team has grown or well i mean it's still the beginning of the season of course it it, it takes time
0: and we'll see how many episodes there are in house of the dragon because there is a chance like the season might end by the time the season starts i don't think it will but like because i think there will be like hopefully around 10 episodes but you never know so Mm. yeah that's going to get real tricky when um the season starts and it's house of the dragon uh it's still going on and that is where we're going to have really have to figure out the schedule.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean House of Dragon we can always talk about it. It's going to be still there. When when it comes to games it it's going to come it's going to come and go and then we have to go again.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll figure that out as the season starts, but as it stands right now, uh thank you guys for listening to this episode. I know there was just a lot of rambling towards the end, but Yeah, if you're still here, thank you for listening, and hopefully we'll catch you guys on the next one.
1: All right, we'll see you guys later.